Hello, I'm your host, Mr. Chuck, a retired accountant turned truck driver. I reduced my debt in a relatively short period of time. Debt reduction to achieve financial freedom takes commitment, confidence, determination. Getting started into reducing debt. This is an overview of my life, why I'm doing a podcast to help others with their debt problem. There's more to life than just working and being broke all the time and thinking that you're working for the bank. This is my 200th episode of Reduce Debt, Increase Wealth, and a review and reflection of the past, but I'm going to give you reasons and what I did to get out of debt and the reasons why I made those choices. Let's go in my beginning. I was a certified public accountant. I worked for the government about 14 years. I had my own business for 14 years. Apparently, I like doing things for 14 years. And then I sold my business and became a truck driver, which happened to be an over-the-road truck driver. And I'd done that for it was about 18 years. And the reason I worked so long is because my pension, when I worked for the government, I didn't pay into Social Security, so I had to get 30 years of income under Social Security so I wouldn't be penalized for having a government pension. And believe me, it's not all that much. 14 years, you're not getting much of a government pension. And there's no health insurance, no nothing. So it's just, you know, basic. I needed it to work, so I worked longer. But as I was getting closer to retirement, I came to realize that I needed to get my debt under control, if not paid off, because I was, since I knew I had a Social Security problem in my benefits being reduced, I downloaded an app that Social Security provided, and I put in all my information, and I was keeping an update every year, so watch to see how, you know, another year would affect my amount of income, and I would play with it and put in future income didn't work that great to see what happened and I read some of the rules and I know I needed 30 years and I counted up my years and I only had like 27 28 some of the years I wasn't in significant income so that means I had to work a little bit more so that's why I just kept on working I realized I needed to get my debt paid off or I wouldn't have enough money from my Social Security and my government pension to pay all my bills and to live a more comfortable life. So I started focusing on reducing my debt. I had two or three credit cards that I owed. I, at the time when I got started, I had a line of credit on the home. I had my first mortgage and I did refinance the mortgage earlier when I was making a whole bunch of money being a truck driver. I was making pretty good income and things happened and I changed jobs and my income went down. So it was more of a struggle, but Since I was working, and if I was always working, everything was pretty much paid for, I was able to slide by and keep making those mortgage payments and make my debt payment. 
and minimize my spending as much as possible. After doing that for a while, I thought, it's going to take me forever. There's something I'm not doing right. I mean, I've always been tracking things going through my check register, but I never really tracked my credit cards. I kind of did a half effort type of budget. It never worked for me. The numbers, I really didn't know that well. I was always struggling. I felt like I was working for the bank. That's how bad it was most of the time. And I wanted to get out of that debt cycle. It's what I learned now, what they call that. You get trapped into this debt cycle and you're always making these payments. And what I would do is I would make extra payments on my credit cards to try to pay them off. And then something would happen and I would come up short and then I would need to use the credit card again because I had no savings to take care of what happened, whether it was a retires for the car or appliance, whatever was happening, there was always something going wrong at the wrong time. And I was coming up short on my cash. So then I was cutting back on how I was eating food, you know, eat as cheaply as I possibly could so I could pay my bills. And it was never ending. If that's where you are today, you can get out of that. You can make steps to improve your lifestyle. What I did then, well, I got married in the meantime, I changed jobs. But before I changed jobs, I found a program that I was really interested in, but it was really kind of expensive. So I put it off for like six months. I couldn't really justify it thinking, how would that program help me get out of debt when I have to go deeper in debt to buy it? That's how expensive it was. I would have to put it on a couple credit cards and I had a hard time justifying it. And finally, one day I decided I'm just going to do it. Hopefully it works out for the best. And believe me, it was probably the best decision I ever made as far as getting myself out of debt. What did it do? It did the tracking, which I was already doing, but it had its own tracking in, in it and it had its own budget. But the budget was kind of different as far as I was used to. I went through and I put in my income and how often I got paid. Uh, if since I was weekly income and it was always different, I figured out an average, I plugged a number and over time, over six months a year, I got these numbers closer and closer to what the real number really was. So the closer I got to getting my numbers correct, the better this program was working for me. So I started with the income, I got that in there and then I just, all my bills. So I started with my house, the mortgage, my utilities, and all those type of things. And I just worked my way down through the program and setting everything up and plugging in numbers. And then it would tell me, you know, you put it in what it is, the dollar amount, and when it's due. And then when it comes due, it comes up in this other area where it kind of keeps your check register. And then when it 
coming due, you wait till it clears your bank, which that's kind of thought that's not good. But you wait till it clears your bank and then you post that for the, the correct date and the correct dollar amount. And it keeps the running register for your checking account. But you do it with your credit cards. You do everything you have. If you're going to pay bills with credit cards, you set it up that way. So I started doing that and I was, it was still, I mean, I was making progress, but it was really slow. And that's what I talk about at the beginning. You got to quit using credit, getting yourself off of using credit cards to pay your normal monthly bills and paying out your checking account and buying, paying cash for food and your and your gasoline for your car, that took the longest amount of time. But over time, and remember, I was at a job where I wasn't really making all that much. It was probably in the low 30000 and this was about eight or nine years ago. It was decent money, but it's not great money. And then I got tired of that job. I got mad at my employer that kept making changes. So I thought, I'm going to find a better job. So I started looking around. I found a job that was closer to home. I didn't have to drive 100 miles to go to work. Well, that's the problem was being a truck driver. Sometimes the employer is a long ways away. I didn't have any place to park the truck, so I had to park at the shop and then drive home 100 miles and then drive 100 miles back, which was costing me money. I didn't really realize how much. It was only one round trip a week, but still. That was really costing me some money. I found a job that was 20 miles away. I was home every other day and had paid more money. At the time, I didn't realize how much more. So I quit my job, gave them a, I gave them a one-week notice. I gave the new employer a two-week saying, I'm going to start in two weeks. Gave a one-week notice, and I wasn't going to take a vacation for a week. You know, because I hadn't had any time off, you know, for five or six or seven years. It's been a long time. Well, about halfway through that week, that second week, when I was getting close to when I was supposed to start, the new boss calls me and say, would you like to do this run on Friday? You'll be back on Saturday. And I said, what time I leave Friday? Oh, you know, noon or so. And you'll be back Saturday afternoon or evening. It's not, it's not too bad. And he said, if you wait till Monday, then you might not get a load until later in the week. So if you do this and then you get your time off and then you'll get a look. I said, okay, I'll do it. What the hell? And then that gave me a paycheck one week earlier also. So I did it and I started working for this company and they put me on this run that nobody liked to do. And I thought, well, this is great. It's nine hours there. I take a 10 hour break. It's nine hours back. I take a, you know, day and a half off. I had nine hours there and I do it three times a week. And I did that for like three years and I made more than double the money. So I was making in the 60,000s, mid 60,000. I never made that kind of money from an employer before. And I thought, wow. And that really speed off my paying off my debt process. I got them credit cards paid off. I got my line of credit starting to pay down. But as we was going, the wife 
wanted a car, so I had to buy a car for the wife. And then she wrecked it. Then I had to buy another one. She wrecked that one. Another one. She wrecked that one. My insurance goes up. It's still, I still pay a lot of insurance today. And it's been a while. But I had to borrow money for three different cars. And I paid them all off. Actually, it was four because I bought a new car for myself. So there was three cars for the wife and one for myself. I paid them all off. Paid off all my credit cards. I paid off my line of credit on the home. I paid off my first mortgage. And then I was still working. And at the point, I was following this whole security thing, how long they want to work. I really can't quit working until the wife's 65 because I can't afford the health insurance just for her. So I need to have them insurance through the employer and there's all kinds of variables in there. So I just kept working. And it turned out when I decided I was going to quit working was on December a year ago. December of 2022 was December 31st, my last day of work, and I've been retired since almost a year. And I claimed my Social Security starting in January. So I was like uh, my age plus my full retirement age plus an extra four months, which put me right at 30 years of income sizable income for social security. So I was able to get my maximum benefit without it being reduced because of my government pension. And that made, that was like $500 a month more. And it made a big difference. Now I have no debt. My social security income is much higher. Everything is going good. But this program, I'm still using it to today. I hadn't had debt for two or three years. But you have to end the program, set it up that you tell it you have debt for it to work. So you have your budget and then it tells you when to pay things and when to transfer money into your savings account. And then it tells you when to pay extra money on your debt. But what I like most about it is you can look forward up to, I think, two and a half months, maybe three months, but it's at least two and a half months. You can scroll down through it and you can see the bills that are going to come due. And if your checking account is going to be negative at any time during that process, it'll show you to transfer money from your savings back into your checking. So it really keeps an eye on everything. I What I like is I learn to look forward. When you're budgeting, you're always looking backwards. You're looking at what happened. But you need to start thinking you have to look forward. What is coming due? When do it? When is it due? And how much do I have to pay? How much money do I have today? How much money will I have when I get to the point that that bill may be due, whether it's your monthly rent, your monthly mortgage, your loan payments, twice a year insurance payments, all that kind of stuff. And it takes 
everything into consideration. It'll take, it took me at least six months before I almost had everything in there that I pay on a regular basis. And then occasionally something would pop up that I didn't have in there. But I set up a miscellaneous category and put a two, $300 number in there to cover things that might become a surprise. And I just keep doing it. That's why I say you need to have an emergency fund so that if something bad would happen, you don't have to use credit, especially when you're struggling to pay off credit. And that's what this program pretty much taught me. It didn't really teach me that, but that's what I learned from how the program was working and what it was doing. Now, they... It does a lot more than what I'm really telling you, but this is the basic kind of stuff. If you're able to project forward on your monthly budget, that's why it's important to know everything that you have to pay, all your needs, and that should always come first. And then your wants should come second. I'm not saying that you got to cut everything out of your life and quit doing things to pay off debt. If you do that, you can get paid off debt much faster, but you don't really have to. If you've been stuck in the debt cycle and you feel like you're working for the bank, you need to do these things. You need to track all your transactions and all your accounts, your checking account, your savings account, all your credit cards. Not necessarily your loans because that should be a one way going down every month because you're making a payment. Hopefully you're making timely payments. You need to have a budget where you know what's coming up and when it's going to come due, where you can look forward, where you just put a master counter and you write on the day it's due, rent due, utility, gas, water, sewer, whatever the case is. If you write on that counter that you can look at, you have an idea what's coming up, put your paydays on there so you know when you're getting paid and you can plan ahead. That's the key to keeping your personal finances under control. You need to know what you got. You need to know what's going to happen. And you need to plan ahead on how you're going to handle paying for things. If there's a big bill coming due, you don't go out and spend $1,000 for something you really don't need, but it's something you want. You got to avoid those type of spending at certain times, especially when you're struggling to pay off debt. Now, if you follow this at any length of time, you know that my debt reduction plan is quit using credit, start yourself an emergency fund, a savings account, and make the minimum payment. And we're going to use that minimum payment to save some cash at the beginning so that you can put it in that savings account. And you put it in the savings account so it helps you not use credit sometime in the future when something bad happens. Bad meaning some unforeseen event happened and it's going to cost you some money. With all that considered, the reason why I started doing this was one day I was driving in my truck. And I was thinking, 
what am, am I going to do when I retire? And I thought, I'll do a podcast. I didn't know anything about it. So that's the start of this process. I started learning. I taught myself. I bought the equipment I needed. I learned how to edit the audio. And I went on from there. I'll be back in one moment with my final thoughts. If you're interested in learning about an online software that helped myself get out of debt, it does tracking, budgeting, and keeps track of all your assets and all your debt. It even tells you how much and when to transfer money into your savings account and how much and when to transfer money to your debt and which debts to pay off in order first. It's not cheap. It's a one-time payment, but it will definitely be an investment, something in yourself and an investment in your personal financial life. If you're interested, send me an email at reducedebtincreasewealth at gmail.com and I'll send you the information about this online software that worked great for me. I taught myself how to do a podcast while I was working full-time as a truck driver. And being a truck driver, that's 60 to 70 hours a week. So I spend most of my free time, especially in the winter, trying to learn how to do a podcast. And it evolved over time. And I admit, my first 20 episodes, as far as quality of the sound and subject matter and whatever, is pretty bad. That's why I'm redoing this. That's why I told you over about what I did. I, I paid off 134000 some hundred dollars over three years and eight months. It was just a discipline that I had to do because I was planning for my retirement and there was no way I could go into retirement with that much debt with the income. Now, the income I turned out is wasn't as bad as I thought my retirement income was going to be. It's a lot better, but it's still less than what I was making working full time. So as I learned um, on how to do a podcast, the first thing I did was use the microphone in my laptop to see if it would work. And how how do you record something? Where do you record it? What program do you use? And I, it wasn't good. So I bought myself a cheap microphone and it was much better, but still not the best. I just sat down one day and said, I'm gonna talk about everything I know about how to reduce debt. And I was done in five minutes. That's everything I did to reduce my debt. And I did it in five minutes. And how am I gonna do these multiple episodes for 30 plus minutes and keep people interested. Well, I'm not claiming I'm keeping people interested, but I'm claiming that I can rattle on for 25 to 30 minutes now. <laughs> so I started doing research online and that's where I started learning more things in terms like the debt cycle and all kinds of stuff. I know there's other people out there that are helping people pay off debt. And the big thing is how fast you can get out of debt. It's not how fast you can get out of debt. It's how it works for you to get out of debt. 
Not everybody can do it the same way. I try to present this in a way that makes it easier for people to understand, to follow, and to stay focused. I know it's hard to stay focused because basically this podcast is four years now. I've been talking about the exact same thing for four years, 30 minutes a week. You try doing that. It does get a little boring. I mean, you don't have to listen, but I still have to keep recording to keep this podcast going. So that's what happened. I upgraded my equipment. I got, I found the software that works best for me. I took hours to learn this, this auditing software for audio. It worked really great. But I only learned how to use it for what I need to use it. I don't know. I couldn't master music or anything like that on here. It's just I can edit my podcast and that's about it. Learn how to set up the extra tracks for my introductory music and for my exit music. All that took time. And if you listen from the beginning, you probably notice how things improved over time. I'm not saying to go back and listen because I don't want to torture anybody. When you're trying to get out of debt, there's things that you got to do to reduce your spending, but then you're still living life and you still need to enjoy yourself. So instead of enjoying yourself every day, enjoy yourself once a week, twice a month, once a month. The more debt you have, the more you should be cutting back. So the quicker you can get out of this problem. Then once you get out of the problem, you have to continue doing the same thing or you'll fall back into that debt cycle again. You need to do your tracking. You need to do your monthly budget. You need to know what's coming up ahead. You need to know how much you have today, how much you need for tomorrow, and on we go. You need to cut back on your wants. So whether it's a hobby, whether it's just entertainment, you need to cut back in those areas so you can pay for your needs, especially in times where there's higher rates of inflation. So stay tuned. I'm going to start all over again. My next episode, probably heard about it. It's called tracking. Go in more detail. And we're going to go through that whole cycle again.